Hello, this is Siddharth from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Friday, the 27th of August. India recorded 44,658 new COVID cases and 496 deaths in the last 24 hours. N.K. Arora, a top government expert, said the government does not plan on reducing the 84-day gap between the first and second dose of Covishield. His comments came, after several reports including the Indian Association of Preventive and Social Medicine recommending the reduction of the gap. According to an Indian Express report, India has partially vaccinated 50% of its eligible adult population. Out of an estimated adult population of around 94 crore, India has administered its first dose to 47.29 crore, which is 50.30% of the adult population. The number of daily vaccines administered so far has averaged 52.16 lakh compared to 43.41 lakh doses administered in July. According to the official data, 83% of the healthcare workers are fully vaccinated and all frontline workers have received their first dose and 79% are fully vaccinated. The centre yesterday stated that the deportation of the Afghan MP Rangina Kargar, who arrived from Istanbul to Delhi on August 20th, was an error. The Indian Express has reported. The government contacted Rangina Kargar, who represents the Faryab province, and asked her to apply for an emergency visa. The MP holds a diplomatic passport, which allows visa-free travel into India. She added that the visa was very expensive. She also said, and I quote, My one-year-old daughter, who I had applied a visa for before coming, still has not got the visa, and it has been a week, end quote. Kargar first arrived in Delhi on August 20th, but was deported from the airport itself. The MP, who had a doctor's appointment at a Delhi hospital, said that she waited for 16 hours at the airport, between 6am and 10pm, before she was sent back to Istanbul. About her deportation, Kargar said, She did not expect this from Gandhi's India. She said, and I quote, We are always friends with India. We have strategic relations with India. We have historic relations with India. But in this situation... They have treated a woman and a member of parliament like this. They told me at the airport, sorry, we cannot do anything for you. End quote. The Dimasa National Liberation Army, or DNLA, in Assam, attacked seven trucks and killed five people near Assam's Dima Hasao district, Hindustan Times has reported. Formed in April 2019, DNLA wants an independent nation for the Dimasa community through an armed struggle. In recent months, members of the outfit have either been killed in shootouts with security forces or have surrendered. Nearly 1,42,413 Dimasas were concentrated in the Dimahasao district as per the 2011 census, while others lived in neighbouring Nagaland. According to the Assam police, a group of armed men shot several rounds at the truck drivers before setting the trucks on fire. Jayant Singh, superintendent of police, said, and I quote, Information we got from the ground was that five suspected militants who first fired from automatic weapons set the trucks ablaze. We suspect the militant organization DNLA to be behind this attack. End quote. The police, alongside the army's Assam Rifles Unit, are now conducting a massive combing operation. The place of incident is over 200 kilometers from Guwahati, and the trucks were carrying coal and materials for the nearby cement manufacturing plant. In the latest update in the Bhima Koregaon case, 10 of the arrested activists alleged on Thursday that an official at Taloja jail in Mumbai scanned and kept copies of the letters they wrote to their families and lawyers, the Hindu reported. Anand Tumde, Arun Ferreira, Gautam Navlakha, Vernon Gonzalez, Sudhir Diwale, Mahesh Raut, Rona Wilson, Sagar Gorkhe, 
सुरेंद्र गैडलिंग एंड रमेश गायचोर रोड टू महाराष्ट्र होम मिनिस्टर दिलीप वालसे पाटिल टू कंप्लेन कॉलिंग दिस इलीगल पोलिटिकल सेंसरशिप इन जेल अकॉर्डिंग टू द हिंदू the activists said they believed some of their letters were being shared with the prosecution they alleged that the taloja jail superintendent served a notice to teltumde gaichor and ferera for documents they had written in jail the activists also highlighted that the superintendent invoked a section of the maharashtra jail manual which refrains the prisoner from writing any matter likely to become the subject of political propaganda saying that the bombay high court had struck it down in 1992 The activists urged the minister to direct jail officials to stop censoring their letters. Meanwhile, the official denied the accusations. Despite the Supreme Court imposition of a moratorium clearing hydroelectric projects in Uttarakhand after the 2013 flash floods that killed 5000 people, the union ministries of environment, power and jal shakti have reached a consensus on allowing construction of seven hydro projects on the Ganga and its tributaries in the state. The consensus was conveyed in a consolidated affidavit placed in the Supreme Court on August 17th by the Environment Ministry the Indian Express reported this morning if accepted by the Supreme Court this may pave the way for several other hydro projects in the state because these seven projects form part of 26 projects recommended for certain improvements or suggestions by the latest expert committee constituted in the case by the Environment Ministry according to the express After the Supreme Court moratorium 8 years ago the environment ministry has switched between accepting the first expert committee's report that blamed dams for exacerbating the 2013 disaster to now backing the latest expert committee's conclusion that 26 hydro projects could go ahead with certain design modifications before i move on to the international news dear listener do allow me to make an appeal for you to subscribe to news laundry it costs us considerable resources and money to bring you ground reports which can keep you sharp and informed in today's swirling mass of misinformation to help us in our mission of keeping the news independent and informative you can visit newslaundry.com click on the subscribe button in the top right corner our rates begin as low as rupees 300 a month thank you after two suicide bomber attacks in kabul airport yesterday at least 110 people have been confirmed killed at the time of this podcast being recorded this includes at least 72 afghan civilians and 13 us soldiers and several taliban personnel the afghanistan offshoot of isis also known as the islamic state khurasan has claimed responsibility for this attack as a crowd was gathered around the kabul airport yesterday two suicide bombers and a gunman attacked the crowd evacuations from the airport however have been spurred on with a renewed urgency addressing the incident US President Joe Biden vowed to complete the evacuation of American citizens and others from Afghanistan. He has also promised to avenge the deaths. He told reporters at the White House, and I quote, "To those who carried out this attack, as well as anyone who wishes America harm, we will not forgive, we will not forget. We will hunt you down and make you pay. I will defend our interests and our people with every measure at my command." End quote. Please do note, listener, that this story is still unfolding and might have developed by the time you have tuned into our podcast regardless that's all the news we have for you today take care and don't forget your prescription of daily dose all the news laundry podcasts are available on stitcher itunes and any other podcast platform please subscribe to news laundry help us keep news independent 
catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.